0: Welcome to the Bifocal Podcast with John White and Jason Himmelstein, where we talk about business intelligence and the Microsoft stack, with news, interviews, and expert opinions from around the space. This is episode 249, recorded on February 17th, 2023, where Jason talks to Patrick LeBlanc, Principal Program Manager on the Power BI Cat team at Microsoft, and a guy in the cube about the February 2023 Power BI updates, which include the enhanced row-level security editor, conditional formatting based on string fields, new DAX functions, and paginated reports updates. Good morning, listeners. It's kind of weird to be recording without John, because he always does our, good morning, Jace, how are you now? And, you know, folks, it's strange to get started without that for me so good you know good day to everybody i know it's been a little bit since uh, we put out a podcast it's been about two weeks but we were waiting because we wanted to you know i've been lining up guests in order to fill the giant shoes of my canadian friend and today i am thrilled to bring you know one of the best guests i can think of my friend and coworker and you know just all around awesome guy from a cube Mr. Patrick Leblanc to the show Patrick, how
1: you doing, buddy? I'm all right. What about you? I, I forgot doing there's no video. Yeah, there's no video. of boy <laughs> and stuff like that. But I'm great. I'm great, the, man. He was showing off his kicks because he's <laughs> like
0: and everything, dude. I got to tell you, the kicks, the kicks pics
1: on Twitter are are hit. That's always a fun one when you're traveling, buddy. Next weekend though, so next weekend, is sequel Saturday in Atlanta. So I'll have a a couple of days with some new kicks. Some new kicks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, yeah. I get the distinct pleasure of working working with Patrick every single day. I, I don't think there's a day that goes by that you and I don't communicate no, in some way, shape or form, uh, like you know, just a good morning or something. But yeah. oftentimes, we actually get to dig into stuff together. And it's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. You know, We have similar sense of humor. So we tend to snark on the same things, which is yeah. just so much fun. I thought it'd be a great opportunity because you are a wealth of knowledge in the oh, Power BI space. You, my friend, Make the videos that people need, not necessarily the ones that people watch. But you're the one who makes the videos that people need. And since you know you're not able, the, the one thing, buddy, I gotta, I gotta remind you, you can't take us over to your laptop today. I can't. This is, I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know, you and I do that all the time, like we're we sharing screens and everything. He really does that, <laughs> folks. Like he, we go to his laptop all the time. But
1: you know, it's a little different with the audio only, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I keep looking at my camera. I keep looking straight ahead. I have a teleprompter. I keep looking straight ahead, and it's no, no. There's nothing recording. No video. No video. No. no. Well, you you get to see my beautifulness,
0: but Uh, you know, it's it's pre it's pre haircut today, so you know it's a it's a haircut day. So you know you got the shag going on. But other than that, man,
1: I'm wearing my LSU hat because the LSU ladies won big last night. Yeah, yeah. LSU ladies basketball. Talking about basketball. Ladies won big last night. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guess, congrats. Yeah. March Madness
0: is almost here. You have almost. not worked with me during a March Madness, man. It's, uh, it's my favorite time of year. And I've it's, talked about it on the podcast for a long time, but I take time off. I watch all the games. I love March oh, Madness. Oh, I think I'm going to have to do that. I think I'll okay. <laughs> you know, it's right around my birthday. And so for years, like that's just been my birthday present. It's like, what do you want for your birthday? I want to be left alone with the remote control. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's it. Is, I don't want anything else. <laughs> when is it this year? It's uh, March. The is it the second in, week? It's
0: usually right around that. Uh, you know, the fi- starts around the fifteenth of March, somewhere in that range.
1: Uh, I don't I know. Be I be haven't in, officially looked at the dates yet. I may be in London for bits. Uh, so when is uh, when is SQL bits? I think it's the third, brr, brr. let me see. I don't know, Jason, it's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I come back on the 19th, so it would have to be like the 13th or the 14th or something like that. Oh, it's that week, I'll be going.
0: Well, you know, I, I the, the good thing about it is you can get up super early to watch all the
1: games. I can, I can, I can, but I won't. No, but I won't. won't. It's actually stay up late because you'll be in England. So it's, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll be, a,
0: it'll be about Uno Mas time for you. So, you know, you might be able to watch some of the games. Well, but you're over in Atlanta and, yes. you know, you're in the Atlanta area. You, as you mentioned, sequel
1: Saturday Atlanta. You are doing a, it's a pre con, right? Yeah. Alex Powers and I and Scott Sewell. I just found Ooh. out Scott. Scott's going to drive uh, down from Tennessee and Alex is coming. We're going to do a, um, a pre-con day after dashboard in a day. Scott's going to be like the proctor to help people keep people on pace. And Alex and I, Alex is going to talk about some data flows. I'm going to talk about data modeling and DAX and some other things in between. And then we'll wrap up today with some visual tips on how to, you know, enhance the performance. That's all, Alex. I'm just talking about data modeling and DAX. Nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, it'll be a fun time, no matter what. Uh, I wish yeah, I could yeah, be yeah. there. I love going to Atlanta. I got family out there, and yeah, you know, I got to. I got to come to the cube there. Before. You got to come to the cube. Uh, you got to. Come so, to you the know, cube? that was a lot yeah. of fun. But yeah. if you're in the Atlanta area, it is a worthwhile event. SQL Saturday Atlanta is is a fantastic event. Make your way out there. We'll post in the show notes
1: a link to that so you can take a look. I don't know. Is your pre-con still available or is it sold out at this point? I don't know. The last time Mm -hmm. I asked about it, there were some... He said a few seats left. So... Yeah, I think there's still some. Worth taking a look at. You can go out to SQLSaturday.com
0: and search for the Atlanta edition or find it in our show notes. Either way, definitely worth taking a look at. Highly recommend it. Now, I saved the episode to record until we actually got the desktop and service drop. So the Power BI feature uh, summary for February 2023 for Power BI is out at this point. If you haven't downloaded the new version of the desktop, highly recommend you go get on that train. Let's dig into it, Patrick. yeah. I mean, let's, let's go ahead yeah. and hear from our sponsors real quick. And then let's, let's dive right in because there's some really cool stuff in here. Yeah. This episode of the Bifocal Podcast is sponsored by TIGRAPH. Award winning reporting and analytics platform for Office 365. Get the full picture of your Office 365 network by using Tigraph. See how customers leverage its actionable insights to better understand their organization's usage, collaboration, and adoption patterns. Try Tigraph today. Sign up for a free trial at tigraph.com. Let's jump right into it. The reporting section is up first, and I got to tell you, this is something I have felt like should be here for the longest time, and I'm thrilled that it's here. I feel like I've been saying that a lot lately with the product because there's so much fit and finish that's coming into it that we're just buttoning up things that are really great. This one is conditional formatting based on string fields. So what exactly does that mean? That means that as you go ahead. No, you go, you go, you go, because I'm going to say something after you. You go, you go. So this is one of those conditional formatting things where you set a rule, and based upon a string value in the the data, you can specify what colors your charts are going to be. Right. So in the particular visual that they're showing in the blog post here, they're doing, you know, audio data around a retail store. Right. So they're coloring anything that is based on an audio, you know, the set of data. So, but the sales category is audio. Go ahead and set the color to be red in this chart so lots of things that you can do with this making your data really pop based upon the conditions that you got set and making it easier to understand now you and i were in a meeting just yesterday where somebody used a chart type and that that person's name you know you you may not have been paying attention at the moment but the (laughs) the, the, the chart was it was a beautiful chart absolutely gorgeous chart. The person worked really hard on their visualization to be able to show off what was going on with this particular thing. Mm -hmm. But everybody got lost. Everybody looking at the slide got lost as to what it was. This was a big, important meeting. This is our customer stories meeting that we have. I've talked about it on the show before where we get to present to leadership what we at the cat as a part of the cat team are hearing. And this member of the team built a, an amazingly beautiful chart, but it, the, the data was there, but it wasn't something that they understood what was going on. This feature would have made that pop if he would have used the chart like this, because it would have just absolutely popped in, in front of their eyes and they would have understood it a lot better. And this is exactly the type of thing I was thinking about. I was like, Oh, if we would have used that would have been different, right? Just because a chart is beautiful does not mean that it's functional for the yeah. audience that you're trying to show it to. So this type of thing using these types of conditional formatting really can make your data
1: present itself as opposed to you having to present it. So I think well, it's really cool. And it's easy because I think about how I would have done this before. And how I've done this before is writing Dax. Yeah. I've written Dax to solve this problem and then doing some conditional on the measure itself Mm -hmm. as opposed to, you know, this string. So this. I'm not lazy. I'm just really efficient. And this yeah. brings out a lot of efficiency, yeah, th- Smart. So, th- yeah.
0: th- see, you're you're certainly not lazy at all because you did all of that.
1: I didn't <laughs> ever
0: do any of that because I was waiting to be able to be efficient, Patrick. You know, you you gotta you gotta pick your spots, man. That was uh, that's a lot that's, of work. That's great, that's great, that's great. <laughs> so the next one up here is the SmartNair's visual summary icon, and this is a, an accessibility feature. Right, this this it's designed for accessibility. They call it out here that they're they're hoping that this is useful for accessibility purposes. But they've added an optional icon to the visual header that triggers on demand, giving you a summary of the visuals' contents.
1: Yeah, so. yeah, it's pretty cool. I was watching the little click through here, and it does make it easier. It does make it so much easier. And I can see how you know if you need needed something like that, how would, how it would make it simpler. Um, Yeah. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm sorry, I got to be selfish here, Jason. Um, And so my favorite one, right, not knocking off smart narratives and anything like that. Mm -hmm. But my favorite one is because I, like, like the Italians, I enjoy DAX, I enjoy DAX, but the enhanced role level security editor. And so if you've ever had to do role level security, and I'm talking about some basic stuff with role level security, you don't have to write DAX anymore. It's literally a visual interface. It's a graphical user interface where you can pick from a pick list. And you can switch to the DAX editor if you want to. But it's a pick list. And you choose what you want and say, hey, set up role-level security without writing a line of code. Ah, man. More efficiencies. More efficiencies. Yeah. So this one's
0: awesome. Now, listener, if you are completely confused at the moment, the reason why is because when you bring rock stars on to your show, you let them do whatever the hell they want. And they don't follow the script sometimes. You just let them jump around
1: and it's like, hey... (laughs) <laughs> let's, let, let's just that's go willy nilly. Like, you just you I let them run, God. baby. I'm you serious. let them run. We have to skip to the bottom. <laughs> I don't want to even
0: talk about the rest of this stuff. <laughs> oh, that's okay, but we're we're going to. But I completely agree with you. This one. The, the real level security stuff, the, this yeah, you know, enhanced security editor just makes things so much easier. I, and I've run into this a lot with folks who are like, I wanna be able to set the conditions. And you know, so this one specifically, and again, this is in the service, right? You do all of this stuff in the service, right? No, no, no. No, no. You do this in no. the desktop.
1: Is this in the desktop. desktop? It's in the desktop. Uh, wow. So, so this capability was actually first introduced when they did Data Marts. So when Datamarts came out, they had this little window that came up where you didn't have to write DAX. There was this pick list. It's pretty cool. And I was like, what are they bringing this to the desktop? And here we go. Here we go. They brought it to the desktop. Sorry for skipping all the way down. I just kept <laughs> looking at it. And I'm like, this is the best one. This is the best one. This is Patrick's favorite. Yeah. No, no and, and the nice thing about
0: this, the thing that I like most about this, to be perfectly honest with you, is that while you have a pick list, when you're done and you've set it the way you want to, there's a little button here called yeah. Switch to DAX Editor. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it shows you the DAX that it wrote. Yeah. 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 Okay. It's great. It's great. That's something we should do more of. We really should. <laughs> Where we write the decks for people and then we show them. Wouldn't that be cool? That, that sounds like amazing. something that that sounds <laughs> like something we should be doing. And maybe has been demoed at certain conferences that we're it's already working on. This is something like you know. So as I've talked about on the show before, one of the one of the things that I get to do at Microsoft is curate this uh, content area for self service these days and the biggest one one of the big things that you know and i actually had a friend who we became friends at the power platform conference just uh this past year she pinged me the other day and she goes why is it so hard for me to be able to write dax for kpis why is dax so hard for me to do i said it's not just hard for you to do it is the number two thing on our list that is reported as like When you take a look at it, DAX is hard. We were talking about this just yesterday, like DAX is hard. How do we make DAX easier for people? Boom, right here for you, there is a button that you get to pick from pick list. Select what you're looking for, click the button, switch to DAX. And now you get to see. So this is an easier way for people to learn how to do DAX. This does not necessarily re- repl- we not going to replace DAX, right? We're going. This is just no. writing the DAX for you once again. Yet another thing that makes life a little bit easier. So well, they have the thing.
1: they have the don't forget which month they released it to public preview where they have the suggested DAX. Yes, um, the DAX suggestion. So that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So it'll write a little DAX for you, but.
0: So now a couple of quick things as a reminder for folks in order to turn this on, this is a preview feature. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is a preview feature. So you do need to go to file options and settings options, view uh, features and and turn it on and then restart desktop in order to make this work. So that is an important point. So we like to highlight that for folks. Now, Patrick, I know that you love that this feature, but we do have to go back and make sure we cover yeah. off everything oh, else yeah. here. buddy. Okay. So okay. we'll work through it because I know there's other stuff here that really hey, you really got tell about. me the rules, man. You got to tell me the rules. I didn't no, know I rules. don't. That is no fun, man. <laughs> it's a lot more fun to pick at you after we've already broken <laughs> the rules. The rules. Jeez, I didn't know dude. we were going down the list. I thought we were picking our favorite ones. I
1: didn't know. Oh. I didn't know. <laughs> uh,
0: and you thought that my favorite one was the smart and visual icon summary. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I love it. I love it, buddy. All right. So uh, the next one here coming down the list is formatting image width in uh table and matrix. Now, this is something that I've heard complaints about for years, just for years. And, you know, people have been trying to pull images in, you know, pull them in from SharePoint, which you can now do, pull them in from the web. Laura Graham Brown actually has a really great video that I will link in the show notes about how to replace a slicer image, like doing this but making it to a slicer and just using the image yeah. instead of having the, Oh, it's really, that's really oh, cool. So nice. it's a, it's a six minute video. Really awesome. Love Laura's content. So yeah. I'll link that one in the show notes for this, but this allows you to resize the image properly so that it's not screwing up your matrix and your table. Yeah. Like this yeah. makes things a lot easier. You can change the height and width. Um, using image size and it just it gives you a lot more room now. So yeah, it's a lot it's more really room.
1: nice. Nice. Yeah, that's this is actually a good one. This is a good one. I like this one because we were we were building something for a demo and we're using flags just like this. And messed up our matrix. I remember yep. that. No, this is a good one. Yeah. This yeah is a good the,
0: one. the width is always the, the biggest
1: problem that I have yeah. seen with this stuff.
0: And it always ends up where you're trying to fit it right in, but you have some extra hidden pixels and it like, gives you the, the scroll bar. Bo- oh, it's just, it's ugly. So, <laughs> it's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> now you don't have to deal with all of that. No. Uh, the next one, there's actually a, a, a separate blog post about this one. Update the base theme in Power BI. There's some great new themes that, that we've put out there. Just some good stuff now that you can go off and do all of this and there's some base themes as well that are for accessibility for folks who are colorblind and things of that nature so definitely go take a look at this if you're playing with theming and lots of folks are it is worth doing it doesn't change desktop to do dark mode unfortunately.
1: That's not what this theming is about, but I'm not gonna get on the soapbox about it. The next part is really cool about the themes, right? So like if you try to create your own custom theme, and I've tried this a a couple of times myself. And It doesn't work, it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I'm like, why doesn't it work? And you know, you tinker with it, tinker with it. Now they'll do some validation of that theme when you import it, which is really cool. So I haven't, I actually haven't given this a go, but I'm wondering how explicit will it be you know in the valley in the it you know what it sips, spits out what kind of mm-hmm. issues is it going to tell you so <laughs> I have to give this in a try.
0: Yeah, so I, for the past couple of years, I've been going out to this really cool website called PowerBI.tips. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if you're a fan of it or yeah. not, but some brand MVPs, they're behind that one. Uh, they have a theme customizer that you know is really nice. And I, I've, I've used it So, in, in the past, back in previous uh, incarnations of my career. But this uh, this would do the validation of those custom themes really well as well. So the next one here is Textbox Visual Indentation. Oh my goodness, we finally get to indent stuff in a text box? Are you kidding? <laughs> We've been waiting for this one forever. Like, oh, shift tab, and you, you know, you can just tab. Uh, it's man, I've been trying to do this. Like, how many times do you, have you had to go in and put five spaces in order to <laughs> yes. create a yeah. tab? Every oh. time you go
1: one, two, three, four, five. Okay, next one. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> so this makes it so much easier. And I jumped the gun. The here, here is the post about the accessible report themes, linking down to the to the separate blog post, and then. The next one here, Patrick, I haven't, I haven't really dug into this. I have,
1: I have. I did videos on this, man. I did, videos. The, the I was customizable, so... uh, you know, visible page and page navigator visual. Not this particular feature. I haven't done a video. I'm planning the video on this, but I uh-huh. did a video on the page navigator visual because oh, yeah. you think about, think about if you have 13 pages and you want to have buttons across all, you know, to navigate those pages but you got to create one button for each one. Then this came out. I was Uh so excited about this. And then I found out it was all or nothing. I'm like, but well, I only want to do these four pages because the other ones, you know, are going to navigate differently. Now with this one, I can actually control which pages will be part of that navigator. This is a big deal. This is actually a big deal, and I wrote it over on my whiteboard so I can uh, go take a look and come up with a scenario to do a video on this one. This is a big deal. This is. A I big completely big deal. agree. I absolutely. I
0: love this feature. When back when I was at my previous company, this was something that I was waiting because of, because I was an MVP. I couldn't tell my team about it. But we were building, <laughs> we were building what we called apps, and there, we, we weren't using Power BI apps. We were building and what we called apps, and this was something I was like, just wait, like we're yeah, gonna I just wait. wait. There's just wait. like I I had to build rework in to to our schedule and our plan. They're like, why do you have this extra ten percent budget? Like, but because I know what's coming and we're going to reply. <laughs> and this is going to be so great because oh, I'm a huge fan of the page navigator uh, visual. This makes it so much more powerful. It yeah. really yeah. Does. It does. The only thing that could be better than this is if they would have given us the security trimming and, you know, like page level security oh, functionality, yeah. like we get with row level security, be able to do a le- that little bit of Dax or a, a dropdown picker
1: for, oh, for who yeah. can see what, and
0: oh, that would have been awesome. However, I'll take this. Man, this is fantastic. I'm just yeah. greedy. Yeah, you know, you're efficient. I'm greedy, so you know <laughs> that's just the way it works. So the next one here, before we get back to the row level security one, is uh, sensitivity <laughs> so labels are now supported in PDF export from desktop. So yeah. uh, just more Microsoft Purview goodness coming into the product, making
1: things better across the board for folks who are using it. Yeah, it's just it's just you know more secure. Did we yep. Just add more security to things. Got to protect the data. Got to protect the data. Because most of the times people don't do things maliciously, right? Nope. It's just an accident. It's just an accident. It's just an accident.
0: Yeah, yeah. I got I got to tell you, this is the best reporting section we have seen in months. Maybe I need to send John on vacation more often. <laughs> this is a good one. This has been good a good. This was a good month for for yeah, reporting section. Good. The next section that we come to that closes out the reporting section of the yeah. post. The next section that we get to is the analytics section where the quick create SDK is now out and you can go take a look at that. There's a full blog post announcement. You know, and it's uh, similar to the experiences for integration with uh, you know Dynamics and SharePoint. This is Power BI embedded enables you to interact with data and explore through your application. So that this is the quick. Create SDK, making it so that you can interact with it in your own application. So really cool stuff. Well, Mister Modeling, I will turn <laughs> over the, this this section to you because you may have played with this. I haven't had a time had time to play with you know, this one
1: yet. You know, I'm going to be honest with you. So when I saw this, when I saw a couple of months ago when they did off the Windows functions, right? The Windows yeah. function DAX. <laughs> was like, yes, because I've been doing window functions since SQL server. That stuff's Uh been in SQL server forever. And then they released them in DAX, blown away. So excited. These two that do the linear regression, I haven't done much with calculating linear regressions and stuff like that. They're interesting. I actually saw some tweets and things out on the web, and people are really excited about this because trying to do this... Before these two functions came out, mm-hmm. it was a, a beast. Writing the DAX to accomplish this was really a challenge. Now, you know, with these two functions, it, it really simplifies things, from what I understand. So
0: for those folks who are not not able to follow along visually because we're an audio podcast, oh, geez, this one is geez. the DAX functions <laughs> line play? ST and line STX. <laughs> This is so much fun for me, Patrick. I'm having so much fun with this. And hopefully our audience is as well. But these are two new functions that are being uh, being released. They are specifically statistical backs functions. And these two functions perform <laughs> linear regressions, <laughs> leveraging the least squares method to calculate a straight line that best fits uh, the given data to return tables transcribing the line. Okay. As, okay. A, non, uh, okay. as a non-stats guy, for me this one this one uh doesn't hit the mark for me i it's not something i'm i'm never gonna do slope and intercept when my kids and both of them are far more advanced than i am at this point seventh and ninth grades in math i do bi for a living i don't got math math yeah slope and and intercept my my older son who's in geometry right now had to explain these concepts to me when this came out i went and i said hey Buddy, I remember you talking about this. Come, come talk to Dad. Help him understand what we're talking about for Slip. And so, so you know, Max is awesome when it
1: comes to that stuff. So, with people that's familiar with that, really hardcore, they don't have to be hardcore. Just familiar. Jason will get this when I say this. He, I just so line st expects a column where line stx is an iterator. So, like sum and sum x, right? Sum just expects a column, sum x expects a table, and then an expression. Same thing with the, that's the difference between line sc and line scx. So, one's a one's will iterate, and one's just going to you know escape a function that just expects a column. So, okay. there you go. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, think you would. Yeah,
0: I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, it's one of those things where when I see math statistical, my brain goes, and let's go skipping through a field. <laughs>
1: So line ST, you just give it a co- one X and one Y, where line, line STX, you give it the table and okay. the columns, the two columns, and it'll do a row by row calculation over the table yeah yeah, yeah that, make, that makes a lot of sense so that, yeah, that's, yeah. that's really great stuff yeah all right so we
0: have the data <laughs> connectivity section that is up next and there's uh i think there are four of these uh denodo digital construction uh works insight uh prophecy as you corrected me earlier and cosmos dbv2 i'll have connector updates if you use
1: any of those connectors go take a look because there's something new for you Hey, the Cosmo DB one, I want to call out because a while ago I was working with a customer and they wanted direct query. So we released direct query for Cosmos DB, but now the performance is better in this mm-hmm. connector. And when we were talking about this earlier, I didn't re- I didn't realize this update was there. So, yeah, if you're using Cosmos DB right now and you want to do direct query for it, you definitely should go te- check out this connector because they definitely improved the performance on this one. yeah. Uh, yeah. Patrick, if you are using, if you already
0: have something out there, do, what do you need to do in order to replace the connector? Do you need to go in and, no, and we'll publish or is it just going to work for you?
1: Yeah, it just it just it just works. So when they update the desktop, the connectors in the desktop, they also update them in the service. So you you should just be able to take advantage of it. Um, yeah. But there were some people that kind of swayed away from the Cosmos DB one because it was kind of slow you know, like most every query stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but this one, they've made some improvements. So if you gave it a look, you know, take a look again, take a look again because it's definitely better. Awesome. Yeah. All right. That brings us to the service section. And a
0: uh, couple of things that, that we have here. The first one is the new Get Data Experience, in the Power BI service. So in the log, they called it out and they've now completed the process of removing the old Get Data page from the service and now just have the new one. There's not much that. more to it than that. It's really great that, you know, it's, it's done.
1: This is news to me. This is news to me, to be honest with you, huh? Really? Yes, I just don't do a lot of stuff in the service, man. I, I'm always in the desktop or tablet Tabular Editor, a DAX Studio, Data Modeling or DAX. I create very few reports. I, I just don't do a whole bunch of stuff in the service. This is nice. This yeah, the, no, this is really great. As we start to move uh, you know, closer and closer
0: to the office world, because yeah. that's been a long stated desire, this brings to bear a, a really be- a nice experience. You know, the old get data experience was kind of confusing. That page with all the different things, now it's a lot easier. If you want to be able to go get data, you can do a browse, you can get it from SharePoint, from OneDrive, lots of great stuff here. You can also go in and if you want to just create a data set from Excel or CSS, You can now do that as well, you know, just going under new and say data set, and then you get the data set options here as well to be able to go in and add data, either from Excel CSV or manually pasting data in.
1: So you have those options also. So do you you think I'll be able to create data sets from other sources besides CSV and Excel someday? I don't know i don't, don't know. know as of
0: right now this is what we're seeing it definitely lends itself to the idea however for the past however many years we are now <laughs> what are we seven years old yeah. <laughs> all we've had is excel and csv it's just been visualized in a different way how so you know you never can tell these are the easiest ones but there are other formats that i could see us going towards potentially yeah
1: yeah, yeah. you, it's exciting. you just never know
0: this is exciting. This is and exciting. again, this is service, not desktop. Yes. And, and as we're starting to see the service become more dominant, we're seeing more things come to service first. I think maybe we might start to see some of that stuff happen, Patrick. I yeah. don't know, but yeah. Yeah. I, I certainly would hope that 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 is the way that we go. The next one here is Compact View, and this one is you know talking to matrix to, to metrics. So the next ah. couple that are here look to me to only be about metrics so talking about scorecards so this is power bi metrics which we're seeing the name sort of flip back and forth between scorecard and metrics you know as you're looking at it but uh this one i think probably deserves a, a rename i think i'll have to to ping the blog owner and say hey we probably shouldn't <laughs> just call this compact view because that suggests in the service that it's just a compact view. This one yeah. talks about, you know, scorecards are easier to read. Basically, we also get linked metrics, which in December, they shipped and they're making a couple of improvements here. Uh, you now can do use the set for all option to apply permissions to descend metrics, uh, on source scorecards. And you also now can do follow a metric, which is really nice. So yeah, that's really uh, nice makes life a little bit easier
1: now. We come to a section that I love paginated reports. Oh, I I love paginated reports. I just did a video. I just did a great video on migrating from Power BI report server to uh, paginated reports in the service. But you know what? I got to call this out. I have to call this out because I was talking to Cookie McCray and Cookie just put a blog post out about the expansion of the tool. And Mm -hmm. so if you go out to the blog post, Cookie's got a blog announcing availability expansion of the SSRS, I'm getting so excited my tongue, I'm getting all tongue twisted, (laughs) SSRS migration tool to Power BI. And what she says is, oh, where is it? I was just reading it. Today we're announcing the expansion of the migration tool functionality for SQL Server reporting services, SSRS. The migration tool is now available in SQL Server, in SSRS 2019, and SSRS 2017. So what that's saying is you can also do this if you're not using Power BI report servers. So if I'm using just SSRS, mm-hmm. I'll have the migration tool available to me. So that's amazing. It's great. So That's yeah, great. great. Now, yeah, yeah. one
0: point to make in Cookie's blog post, she calls out a, the exact version number of she SQL does. Server. She does so. She you does. may be on an older version of 2017, but you you know it's available as a part of. I'm not going to read out the the yeah. exact numbers, but yeah. go take a look if you're thinking about doing this. Highly recommend it. This blog post is fantastic that Cookie's got here. So a couple of things about paginated reports. First one, paginated reports formatted table authoring experience is, you know, is improving. We're continuing to see this happen. They've introduced accessible navigation, move and resize, as well as grand totals. And this month, they're bringing additional improvements for capabilities using formatted tables, specifically the parameter pane for paginated reports and this is something you and I got to weigh in on. This yes. is awesome. I'm a yeah. huge fan of the fact that they've they've done this the right way. The right um, way. they've also made all drop down lists values resizable so you can drag and resize the values with longer lengths. Man, yeah. this is no. we're seeing better and better things coming out of this team. Yeah. I, I'm so thrilled to continue to see this. And now Patrick, we now get the ability to create paginated reports from a data mark as well. So if you're using the Data Datamarts feature over in premium, you can create a paginated report from Datamarts.
1: That's amazing. That's amazing, Jason. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at a lot of Power BI reports, people are putting, you know, they want tables and they want to export this, these volumes of data and they're making true paginated reports i had one person i was talking to they had like eight pages in their power bi report and they mm-hmm. wanted to export them and put it into one pdf file and i'm like man ah, maybe you can do that programmatically but if you're using a paginated report and it was just tables and matrices i'm like if you're using a paginated report that's what the paginated report is for and everybody's discounting the power of paginated reports you know you got to take a look at them jason you know you you built some of the Amazing paginated reports at your previous employer. Yeah. So, I mean, they have a
0: place. They have a place. I'm a big fan of paginated reports yeah. for this yeah. reason because that's, you know, people need, want artifacts coming out of reports and things of that nature, especially if, you, if what your data is, is tables and matrices. The ability to go ahead and have that functionality there is really great and be able to build it off of the data set that's already there. Or, you know, now you have the ability to go off a of data mart that's that's fantastic as well yeah, great. Um, you know just it, it skips ahead just a little bit with data marts really nice functionality again data marts are a premium feature so folks who are looking and going i don't understand what datamart data mart is if you're not in premium or you're not in premium for user you're not getting access into data marts yeah. yeah so that's something to consider also if you have premium you may have that it turned off by your employer so that's just you know if you're trying to figure out data marts there's some great stuff on Data Marts. I think Guy in the Cube channel has a couple of Data Marts videos. Yeah, out we there have a couple well. of
1: Data videos. We do. We do. So, we do. shameless
0: called, look. Yes, yeah, man. <laughs> so, the next one here is uh, capacity planning for paginated reports. Now, you and I were looking at this earlier, it's like, holy cow, this is fantastic. Because yeah. we get qu- we get questions about this all the time. This just got released, it was about 11 days ago now. It's been out there yeah. for, for a whole 11 days and I'm surprised that I haven't seen it tweeted and talked about more, but this is for folks who are planning to go from on-prem SSRS into paginated reports in the service it was, and yep. it gives you guidance around how many users can I, like and what size reports The whole, there's a whole set of documentation here to help you understand this is a question that we get all the time it's like yep. how do i know well now we've given you guidance on exactly how this is going to work we're trying to make this easier and easier for people to make the jump from on-prem into the service from a paginated reports perspective between making it available to pro now for paginated reports to giving you guidance on how to migrate and you know a tool to migrate as yep. well as guidance on sizing. It definitely makes life a lot easier. Hopefully you find this useful. And if you are doing this yourself and
1: you would like to participate, there is a user research panel. Linked right off the blog post. Right off the join. blog post. You know, this goes hand in hand with the migration tool. This should be a pre-step. This should be a not a post step. This should be yeah. a pre-step. Before you start migrating, you should go and look at this because it's all based on variables and it'll help you determine what's your capacity needs. Do you need a P1? Do you need a P2? So you definitely should go take take a look at this. I yeah. it's I, this is invaluable for someone, especially if you have a large SSR, SFR BI report server deployment and you're trying to make this, you know, make the move. You mm-hmm. got to go take a look at this document. You have to go take a look at this document. Yeah. So really great stuff. Again, Paginated Reports,
0: killing it these days. It's been a really great couple of months for the Paginated Reports team. Yeah. Are you drowning in spreadsheets? Are you gasping for a better reporting solution? Let Marquee Insights throw you a lifeline. They can help you chart a course to success with Power BI, then get underway quickly with one of their quick start solutions while learning the ropes from their experienced staff. If you're ready for reporting bliss, go to marqueeinsights.com and click the Get Started button and learn how they can help you make better, faster decisions with smarter data. The next section here is, in, is the embedded section. And seeing as neither you nor I are developers, what I will say about this is type support data. TypeScript support is now available in the Playground Developer Sandbox. It used to only be JavaScript, now you get TypeScript as well. So if you're a TypeScript developer, this now makes it a little bit more accessible to you. If you have not played with the Power BI Embedded Sandbox experience for developers, it's a great Playground, lots of awesome stuff for you to go do. I have seen developers utilize this and really enjoy it. Not my thing, obviously, because I'm not a developer, but it gives you access to the client APIs and all sorts of cool stuff and lots of guidance. So go play with it, take a look at it. The next section here and the last section that we have is the third-party visual section. I'm not going to Bother to read this off uh, you know <laughs> to everybody the one thing I will point out is that th- there is one thing of note here info Rivers charts 2.0 is now Microsoft Power bi certified so I think that's a great thing they've gone yeah. through the certification process I-, I don't know what that involves personally but it's definitely not an easy thing to
1: to get otherwise more visuals would happen yeah. so I, I um, think you get you get that little check. In the custom yes. visual <laughs> you get a little blue check or green yeah. blue check whatever it is
0: it, yeah yeah which is really cool it's but again it's not something that everybody gets it's something that's not easy to do they've invested a lot of time and effort into making that something for you if you're following along definitely go take a look at that you know what patrick i gotta point something out that's not here okay. man okay there's uh okay. I got asked about this by one of our colleagues yesterday. He's like, Jason, I thought you were talking with the, you know, with the team about this and, you know, making sure that this was in here. Things that are slipping from a date's perspective. Now it's February and we may not have seen anything slip this month that was due to hit, but we haven't seen it in a couple of months. And the end of the semester is March. So I'm putting it out there now that I really, really hope. And I'm gonna I'm gonna go hit the team up about this. I really hope we see a section that talks about things that we've committed to that oh. dates that are slipping and oh. when we're expecting to have them hit, or if if they've been removed from the roadmap because we put a roadmap document out there, right? Yeah, the we wave, the wave release pro you know documentation and everything. And Alex Powers has his fantastic app out there. Again, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. It's got all the new wave stuff already populated in there. But, you know, it's something that people rely on as to when are things coming into the service and the desktop and uh, the end of the semester is next month. So I'm really hoping that we see that section show up next month because it's not there this month, which means nothing slipped.
1: The team was perfect. Perfect. When was the last? When was the last time it was in? I'm mean, just going back. I, I think it might have been like November. It's I didn't been see a it while. I didn't see it. I just went to. The, I'm in October now. Yeah, it's always it's, at the very bottom, but uh, it's been a oh, little so bit of time. So in October, there's an update to release, release notes. Is that the section you're talking that's about? That's what I'm talking about. I see it in October. I see it in October.
0: There's been a little bit of time here. And the thing that I will say is when I confronted the owner of this section, who has <laughs> promised and committed, his statement was, and I'm not going to name names because, you know, that's, that's not nice to do. But uh, his statement was that when we actually do have something, we will put it in there. It's not a section we're going to put in every month gotcha. because that's, you know, that doesn't seem right, but when we have things that show up on the road we will go ahead and do it. I just want to make sure that we, we follow through on that. Yeah. That one's an important yeah. one because I was really excited about this when we did this in October. This, the transparency here for me was huge. Customers ask all the time. It's yeah. great. And people look at this, man. They, they do come and take a look. So I think it's worth, uh, worth making sure that we call it out. Uh, yeah. so I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to have that conversation and hopefully next month we'll see what stuff is going to show up next time that people yeah. are expecting that, that the things that people care about are still
1: there
0: so yep. yeah. Buddy, I know you tomorrow have a live stream. That's I have a live
1: stream tomorrow. You do it um,
0: almost every Saturday these t- these days.
1: Yeah, so I'll miss next Saturday because of SQL Saturday. So I'll be at the SQL Saturday here in Atlanta presenting. So I won't be able. But I think the live stream will still be going. I'm pretty sure Adam's going yeah, to find someone. Yeah, he was
0: talking about trying to find a, a guest for that when I was chatting yeah, with him yesterday. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, Hey, so. are you are you doing it this Saturday? Because I'm trying to work my schedule around, making sure I can show up. Yeah, I, I love coming and snarking at y'all in the chat, and trying to make you, <laughs> it's trying fun. to make you laugh when you're <laughs> on, when you're on camera. It's uh, that's it's that's fun. my hobby.
1: It's my hobby. <laughs> it's, um, <fun. laughs> it's always fun though. So be here this weekend. That'll be fun. Next weekend, I don't know. Uh, I don't know who's gonna be camera froze. Who's gonna be helping out? But yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the, on the plus side, uh, you know, seeing as we're an audio podcast, there's no worries about the camera freezing here, uh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, man, thank you so much for joining me yeah. for this. It's great to be able to put out a podcast while John's laying on a beach somewhere going diving and all of that, because the world of Power BI does not stop because John White is off enjoying his life. <laughs> and God bless him, man. Uh, I'm, I'm so thrilled that he, he's getting to do this. Has been. Uh, he's off in Wakatobi right now. Wow. Uh, oh, yeah. It's some of the wow. pictures. He's He's been posting he and Oliver have been posting have been fantastic I'm nice. so thrilled for them well I sit here in the cold uh, 36 degrees <laughs> in Texas
1: it's 45 here it's 45 go, a year, so yeah well
0: it's almost time for another walk for you I'm sure you've been killing it on the health front I got to tell you Patrick blows up my watch all <laughs> like multiple times a day this man is getting out there putting
1: me to shame on the on the working out front so uh, man you me, me. you you inspire me I'm just trying to you know, trying to stay slim or get back slim, because I, I lost a bit, put it back on and I'm trying to lose it again. So
0: you're a very pretty man, Patrick. <laughs> appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for being here. Uh yeah, and cool. uh we will be I will be back. I'm not gonna drop names of who the next guests are gonna be, but we are gonna continue to have guests uh until uh Mr. White comes back in March. And uh, i look forward to the next one. Thanks for being awesome. here, bud. Yep, ma'am. Right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bifocal Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, or via your favorite podcast app. You can follow us on Twitter at Bifocal Show. The show notes for this and all of the Bifocal Podcasts can be found on the Bifocal.show blog. The music for the Bifocal Podcast is indie rock by Scott Holmes and is shared under Creative Commons.